1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Welcome back to Basket of Phelps. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy over there is Andy Baskin. Good to see you again, by the way. It's been since, what, before the week before Christmas? Yeah, almost two you weeks. You were off. I was off. Dan's been off. Meredith's been off. It's been uh but we're all back together today.
0: Yeah, it's just a weird day to be back. It's just, first of all, the, between days off and trying to figure – I like, I can't remember what day it is at this point, right? It's going to be a Tuesday. Yeah, it feels like a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. It's a Tuesday. Just, to, I'm just here to help. Thanks, man. You're a good guy. You're a good
2: guy. So if you were watching the Monday Night Football game last night and if you were – like Andy and me and I'm sure many folks had this happen uh, and it was it wasn't strange because ESPN did what they were supposed to do on that play um you didn't see live Demar Hamlin collapse to the field because he made the tackle Andy right popped up and as soon as he popped up, they cut to another shot. Which was normal. Which is normal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like they were—they didn't know. And they cut to another shot, and then he collapsed to the field. So they had to go back to replay, and they did once and showed what happened. And, you know, the fact that he, when he popped up and, and was able to get to his feet, you thought, okay, well, that's not, you know, that's not. Spinal, you don't think, right? But you know, and then he immediately collapsed, and then you saw what was happening. And you said you saw this this article, Mm -hmm. and you mentioned it in right before the jump start. Yeah, and it's it's so sports injury central. It's so accurate, and the point that was made there uh, is is right on the money. And if you've ever thought about the medical attention that players get, certainly in the NFL, I think you could throw in Major League Baseball and you could throw in the NHL and the NBA and everything else. Andy, this credit to the folks involved in all this.
0: So this was a story that was written that came out at 4.30 this morning by Dr. David Chow and Taylor uh, Fish, I think is his last name, And, again, it's from Sports Injury Central. And a friend of mine who's a Bills fan sent me this this morning. Um, It just said, uh, let me go back. A nearby trauma center is always designated and on standby during NFL games, which I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't know that either. I did not know that. The ambulance was not slow moving to transport Hamlin. It is normal to stabilize before transport, and it is unsafe to proceed with an unstable patient. There were more medical personnel on the field than could fit in the ambulance, plus all the medications, oxygen, and life-saving supplies needed, uh, meaning meaning there was no reason to move him to the hospital until it was safe. The best early sign was that the ambulance reportedly waited for his mom uh, to come along, indicating some early stability for Hamlin. Um, and, you know, they, they, as was reported, the breathing tube uh, was used, uh, which is— normal or common for any critical care patient in the ICU and does not indicate a worse situation, a report of normal or vital signs are also positive news. Uh, Just saying that, and there was another line in here I just wanted to read that. uh, It just said, you know, based on, here's other than in the hospital, there is no better place to collapse than on an NFL field. Mm -hmm. Over two dozen medical professionals, including emergency medical personnel and equipment, are present. The home team plays an important role in emergency care and could support for the visiting team. That is the norm, but the Bengals medical staff should still be congratulated. All home teams drill for this annually. In addition, medical, uh, emergency medical personnel and medical staff from both teams meet pregame to go over any last-minute information in preparation should anything happen. So if you didn't know. Again, this is from, let me just re- uh, remind people, that's from Sports Injury
2: Central, and that was a doctor. Doctor David Chan that wrote the piece. There are phenomenal medical facilities available during NFL games and you know, underneath there's you know, X rays and all kinds of stuff. So thank God everybody was there. So you I, know, and and it was it was interesting, Andy, and we didn't hear last night, and and you just said it and we've heard right. it since that he was stabilized on the field. Nobody knew that last night. That would have been that didn't mean he wasn't in critical condition doesn't mean he still isn't in critical condition but the fact that he was stabilized on the field before they transported him is it's good to know it's good to hear
0: yeah i just think that the hard part and this is
2: the reality of it
0: is just you wonder how long he went without oxygen that's and well, we don't sure. we don't know that for and we won't and you know i don't know that it's our business to know at this point let's let's just see what happens at the hospital and just you know just hold on hold on you know and I also think that like getting upset with the staff or the NFL or anybody like just you know we've never seen anything like this before. This has not happened in our lifetime that I you know other than what I was thinking was was the umpire incident on opening day it was at ninety six John McSherry, which also happened to be like not very far away from where last night's incident happened yeah. uh, at Great American, and so you know it, like. Getting upset or getting mad at anybody for anything at this point is like, let, let's just stop. And, you know, you, you can be mad at Roger Goodell. You know, Roger Goodell also has to ask the Players Association and Roger Goodell also have to talk for a second to say, hey, should we? I mean, you got to give them five, 10 minutes to figure out what's going on here.
2: Right. And if and, there was a
0: miscommunication about warming up or someone thought they should warm up after five minutes, you know, that might be the norm when there's a, a hit and then someone you know ends up leaving the field but they give you the thumbs up because right?
2: they they andy they didn't know
0: no one knew okay so no one knew what was going on i'm apparent you know and we didn't see it and you know i saw people they you know they were kind of ripping espn they were ripping like it's just it doesn't it's all wasted energy at that point because the only thing that matters is the player on the field yep and it, you, everyone no one everyone's trying to do the best job they possibly can you know and trying to make the best decisions yeah in a, in a I, situation that's never happened before
2: i actually thought and and again this is this is not i don't mean this to bash anybody in the because they had time to fill and not much to work with
0: sure all right I, I, cuz i know you and i both talk like I, you know i i think sometimes in life we look and we, you know jeff and i have been lucky enough to do what we've done for a long time and well, you know, we both sat in Susie Culver's seat to an extent, not on a national level with the amount of eyes that she had on her last night. But as I was watching that or wondering what was, you know, Joe Buck, uh, Joe, Joe Buck, and, you know, I, I, I'm i like, there's not – I think Joe said it best. At one point he goes, there's just nothing we can say right now.
2: Right. Because you don't want to give out bad information. Right. When they went to the studio, you know, Booger McFarland – didn't have a whole lot to say. Adam Schefter didn't have a whole lot to say, and you know why? There wasn't much to say. And let's That's, not. And, and so that that aspect of that was going on. I, I mean, here's the other
0: part too. That you know, while all this is going on, like, do you ever see NFL players cry on the field? Yeah. You, you don't. That so I mean, there's shock going on. There's trauma going on. And they saw and stuff we
2: didn't see. Yeah, and it's and not Lisa right. Salter.
0: Lisa, I watched her on SportsCenter last night. I was choked up. I was She really made,
2: up. She made a great point during the report, and it was, you know, the, Hamlin was immediately surrounded by players, and she said we couldn't see what was going on out there, and she said, nor should we have seen. Right. And she said, but the players did, and their reaction told you all you needed to know about what was going on last night. And when you saw their reaction, Andy, there was no way they were going to resume the game. Now what you What you said, I think, is completely on the money and accurate. Okay. Normal circumstances, and and again, I don't know. I do believe, but I'm not sure. The referee said, "Okay, hey, you're gonna have five minutes to warm up and whatever." Okay, because as you said, that's pretty normal procedure. You know, if a guy has, I can a, understand some that. kind of a major injury, but you know, we're not talking about a, a leg or, a, heaven forbid, a Joe Theismann type of injury when you right know, he had a, the compound fracture, and you know, those things happen, and those things are are on rough but not like this and when when you saw what was going on there was just you just thought there's you can't roll these guys back out there no you knew it, right I mean, I, I, you how, know how, how you gonna anybody who made a tackle or anything i mean it, you just weren't going to do that last night
0: yeah i think the other part too is that you know espn showed the replay and i don't know like, at first, I'm like, uh-oh, people are going to be mad. And then when you saw the replay, you're like, they're never going to show that again. And they didn't, right? No. And, and they, so they didn't they, show they it. They showed again. it one time, right? Yeah, and I don't know. And by the way, that would probably be, like, I'm sure the director and the producer are like, what happened? What happened? Because, I mean, it happened really fast. And in game speed time, you would you be like, oh, did he just fall down? Did he injure his knee? What what happened so, yeah. yeah, And but- so... and. And the replay person probably was just like at the point where they knew where the camera was, they backed it up, and then they, they hit play. And then they and then I think once they put it on the air, ESPN realized, well, we're not showing this again. And they, I, you know, it's so, I, I you know, those are all split-second decisions that get into the psyche of the viewer. They get into, you know, and like everyone, I'm sure there were people at the stadium that had no idea. Oh, sure. What happened and, and couldn't see that. So, One, you know, it was interesting, too. I'm sorry, Jeff. I don't mean to No, talk, no, no. That, that. The way the fans reacted last night in Cincinnati, and the, also the the you know the people were talking about how Bills and Bengals fans were walking over to the hospital, or just to yeah. you know it's uh, it's just uh. the, one,
2: the one thing about if you saw the replay, or if you if you were you know you had your DVR and you went back and looked at the hit, I, I did.
0: Yeah, I'm sure it's because so I
2: I thought what kind of hit was this, and it was it was not anything. Out of the norm, it was just you know T. Higgins kind of lowered his shoulder pads. There was no helmet to helmet or anything. I kept thinking about T it, Higgins too it I, wasn't it wasn't helmet to chest, even it was like chest to chest or shoulder pad to chest It just looked like a, a a hard hitting football player right that's all it was yeah and and the only thing I thought andy when when Hamlin popped up was I thought, could it be like a boxing? Situation sure, where well, a guy you know in in boxing you see a guy usually get hit and then immediately go down, right, you know, and sometimes you might be like knocked out on your feet, you Scott what and I mean Hell talked about that and, afterwards and, and, too yeah, like you don't it fall right like, away, and yeah I, that's it, what I thought maybe he he popped up and then some kind of head trauma and he you know he was. He was knocked out, but a couple of seconds later, you know, and so. It-
0: well, Van Pelt was talking about this, too. You know, in a boxing match, if you hit somebody in the chin just right, same thing. Right. Or on their jawbone. And it so. It might take a second or so and. Yeah. And then, but they just collapse. Right. Same kind of thing. So, and I, I, like when Van Pelt said that, I was like, yeah, that kind of reminds me of, I I, I don't know. There's just so many different thoughts. That go through your mind, and you know, I was actually texting with Pooh because I knew he'd be watching the game, and um, I'm like, like within seconds, I'm like, no way, this thing's over. Let's go home right now. And I think you know, there was a loud outpour of people saying, postpone the game, postpone the game. Of course, like the league had to think that right away. I mean, again, you know, it was it was weird. It was like you watched the whole thing, and Buck kept saying it happened 45 minutes ago. It happened 50 minutes ago. And yeah. if you're watching the game, it felt like it happened like five seconds ago. And you don't realize the amount of time that had lapsed, you know, between them staying on the air and going off the air. And I mean, it's it's a weird, it's just, it's it's all weird. But at the end of the day, it's about Hamlin, his family, his the respect, and just making sure that he's okay first. The football game doesn't matter. It just doesn't. And if that's not... Proof from last night. I I don't know what is. And I'm sure that, you know, there there are people. And over the next couple days, we will be like, okay, what are they going to do about the game? Did they make the right decision? Someone's going to be upset about any decision the NFL makes here. And, you know, people are going to be upset about the way ESPN handled things last night. People are going to be upset about the way the league handled it last night. Now, I mean, you know, or or the fact that people believe that the coaches were the ones that said, we're not playing, you know, and maybe that's true. Maybe it's not. It's just, it, this isn't about being upset with anybody. This is about getting critical care immediately and and worry about all the other things afterwards. I mean, they had all the precautions. Like I read what, what the doctor wrote about, you know, making sure he's stable before they put him in that ambulance, before they drove him off. So, I mean, there were a lot of things that happened last night, and it takes a few moments to digest everything. But we don't have to be in a giant rush to start pointing fingers and being mad. Let's worry about DeMar Hamlin. First, and then you can worry about the others.
2: Any updates we get on his condition, you'll hear them right here on the fan. What does the NFL do now? They have some decisions to make. I don't know that they can make a wrong one here, but there there are things to, to discuss. Mary Kay Cabot, Plain Dealer Cleveland.com, is going to join us at 11. It's Baskin and Phelps here on the fan. Welcome back to Baskin and Phelps. Mary Kay Cabot from the Plain Dealer and Cleveland.com. It's going to join us coming up at 11 o'clock, so about 19 minutes away. Last night in Cincinnati, uh, DeMar Hamlin, safety, Buffalo Bills, uh, collapsed on the field. Last report, everything coming out of Cincinnati, he is still in critical condition, still at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, which is not too far from, from the stadium. It's right on campus there. And any updates on that situation we will we'll have them for you right here on the fan so get ready for that now this is going to have to be figured out and so we're going to talk about it and nothing more we can say about hamlin and his condition and everything else they, the medical folks handled it beautifully now let's everybody keep your fingers crossed and if you pray pray and let's hope that the young guy returns to normal life. So there. The NFL now has to figure this out. And last night, Andy, you had two teams that were playing for playoff positioning, I guess is the best way to say it, right? Uh, The Bills have already wrapped up their division. They're 12-3. and The Chiefs have the best record in the AFC at thirteen and three. Had the Bills won last night, they would have tied the Chiefs at thirteen and three. So you're looking you're looking there at who has the best record in the AFC with one week to play if the Bills win last night. If the Bengals if the Bills won last night, the Bengals would have lost, they would be eleven and five a game ahead of the Ravens at ten and six in the AFC North. If you're the NFL What are you going to do here? And Chargers are kind of involved there at 10 and 6. But clearly it's a Buffalo, Kansas City, who has the best record type of thing. Um, And the Bills beat the Chiefs in the regular season, 24 to 20. So I would think if it comes down to being tied, right? If it comes down to being tied, head-to-head's the tiebreaker. So the Bills would get home field advantage. Yeah, what, I mean,
0: if you just look at the tie-breaking rules, head-to-head is number one. Uh, best one-loss tie percentage in games between the clubs. The second one would be best one-loss tie percentage in games played within the division. Could then,
2: the NFL, Andy? And then common games would be third. So that game is, in theory, pretty critical for Buffalo. Right, if they finish with the same record as Kansas City, and if all goes well for both teams, the AFC Championship game is in Buffalo, right? What does the NFL do here? I'll be honest; they probably should just flip a coin. <clears throat> I think that's the
0: right thing to do. Go to the bottom of the tiebreaker list because no one expected anything that's that, any of this to be in this position. I, I don't know how do you count it in the standings, like and stuff like that. I don't. What? what how? You just count it as a tie. That's what I would do. Could you count it as a oh, tie? Well, either count it as a tie or just it didn't happen, and then you eliminate the game and do it
2: based on percentages. You're right. You, you couldn't give each team a win, could you?
0: No, you can't give two
2: wins for that. And loss. you can't I mean, give two losses. No. And you can't give a winner a loss. So it's either... Eliminate the game or call it a tie. Eliminate the game, and those teams just play 16 games this season. Or and, call it a tie. Or you call it a tie. And if you call it a tie, that could dupe the Buffalo Bills out of home field advantage. I See, I, I don't know that there's a – I don't know that the NFL can make a wrong call here because you've got to do something. But I don't know what the right call is. I mean, I'm just throwing this out there.
0: I mean, I'm – I mean, could you play the AFC, if, if it came down to the Chiefs and Bills, could you play
2: it in a neutral site? I don't think that's a good idea. But you, you just could, throwing ideas I was, out there. You know what, I I thought that earlier today, too. But then you're you're, you're,
0: you're banking on the fact that it's Chiefs and Bills, right? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't know how they come up with some kind of solution. I, there, there's no way they can play. They can't finish the game. I don't,
2: based on the time frame that we have right now, I mean, you're in the, after that game, Andy, you're in the final week of the season, and then playoffs start. And these guys are going to get buys, you would think. Yeah, Chiefs and Chiefs and Bills are in a position to get a buy, or you know,
0: the, no wait, just the Chiefs, didn't they? Oh, that's right. There's just, just, the, there's just one team. Yeah, just so, one buy.
2: So the Bills could end up with a buy had they won. Right. You know, because they beat the Chiefs in the regular season. I, I don't know. I, I just,
0: like, I don't know. I, th- I thought about it for about a fraction of a second. I should said, who cares? Figure this thing out. I, well, I, I well, The NFL think... is going to
2: have to figure it out. So that's why we're discussing.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I just say you flip a coin over last night's game. Maybe that's just the best way to do it.
2: Right? I don't think so. And I... You say go based on percentage? Well, I, I would think you... I, I would either give Both each team... Both teams are in the a, playoffs. I would either so. give each team a tie which I don't think is the way to go, or just they don't play 17 games this year. There's no way they can play that. I don't know how you play that game. Do you? um,
0: The only thing I could possibly thought of was is that you would have to move their games this week to, like, Friday. Again, you're not asking.
2: And then turn around and play on Monday or Tuesday? But see that could dupe them for the playoffs. Yeah, Both they're, teams. Yeah. because so they both I don't going to the that's postseason fair to them either. You know, the fact that each the fact that each one of those teams is already in gives the NFL some wiggle room here. And and it doesn't a loss doesn't knock either team out of playoff contention. No, it's All, about buys and home games. It's and- about buys and home games. So it could be a lot worse. From a logistical standpoint, if a loss had knocked one of those teams out, or Andy, the Ravens are already in, so it doesn't even knock the Ravens out of a playoff situation, right? You know, so and that's why and I who makes think,
0: this decision? Is it Roger? I,
2: it's got to be Roger. I I would think this is, to me, with those factors in play, the Bills are already in and won their division. The Bengals are already in and haven't won the division, but they're already in. And the Ravens are already in in a wild-card spot. So it's not going to affect them. They could win the division, perhaps, and the Bengals could drop to a wild-card. That's that's the issue here. And because those guys are already in, hey, you're going to be the wild-card. Sorry. That's the way it goes. Right. You know? And... Bengals, you're going to be a wild card. That's the way it goes. Because the Bills already have one more win than Cincinnati. They're 12-3, and 11-4 for the Bengals.
0: I mean, coin toss is one of the options is, uh, for a tiebreaker, too. It's the 10th option, or it's a 12th option. Not that you would...
2: you think about this. all
0: of these other things are based on playing a game. Right. And but the th- only thing that isn't is flipping a coin.
2: But think about this if if you're the buffalo bills and you lose a coin toss it's like really huh. um you you saw what, and you flipped a coin mm-hmm. over that that's why i think they just don't play it
0: i don't know i just don't know i, I whatever the answer is it's going to set a precedent in case you ever know, ever have a, a situation that right you can't determine a winner in a game or a tie in yeah. game. Yeah. And because I'm, you know, you look at all the tie-breaking procedures and they're all based on actually playing. Yeah. You know, cuz every every outcome here is based on being on the field except for the 12th option, which is a coin toss. I it's a And I know people were thinking about this last night trying to figure this thing out too. So again, someone's not going to be happy about the way this ends, but Man, what do you what do you, what are they supposed to do? What is the league supposed to do? There's well, nothing. and uh, I, and there's bonuses. There's all kinds. There's of stuff. all kinds.
2: Of, yeah. Andy, it's it's a logistical nightmare for mm-hmm. them. All of which is so much it's non-existent in importance. Other than Damar Hamlin, you know, I mean that's that's so clearly the issue. And you know, fingers crossed. Let's and if we hear any updates, we'll let you know. But again, these are things the NFL is going to have to figure out. And you know, dare dare we say this? You know every states went live with with sports gambling. All those bets get taken off the table.
0: Yeah, I don't, were the only, were there other states that went live other I think than us? There,
2: I think there were. Don't hold me to that. Okay, I know we did certainly. Right, um, forgive me. Fantasy football last night was the deciding game for most ch- fantasy football championships. At that point, you know what do those people all do? And these are all things that the NFL embraces, embraces. right? That's always yeah. Otherwise, that's why we mention it. This is a super callous
0: conversation. Sure. Otherwise, other other than the fact the NFL is embracing all this stuff now too. Well, sure,
2: and and that's they have have partners, and that's part of it. The the NFL is big into all that, and and so they have some decisions to make. And I I honestly think Andy the the best decision they can probably make is just to say, we're not playing that one, folks. That's it. It's off the board. Those two teams play 16 games. And uh, Buffalo, you you win the division. That's already taken care of. Right. And you beat Kansas City in the regular season. You probably get the home game. Hmm. You know, it it would make it easier if the Chiefs went out and lost this weekend. Would not expect that to happen. You know, maybe they go neutral side or something like that, Andy, but I, I just I don't think there's anything they can do other I don't think than, they'll go other neutral than not play this game.
0: Logistically I think it'd be difficult to go neutral side on it. It's I think
2: so to too. It. Yeah. I think so too. Um, Although, um, um, the Bills and Bronze did it pretty well. I, I was gonna say, unless you end up with weather issues in Buffalo again. Huh. I, I, I don't
0: I I could I've been racking my brain on this one since yesterday too. I'm like, what are they gonna do? And then I kept saying uh I don't care. I guess we were the only state that went live on the first this year.
2: So I mean there are other states that are already live. Well, but think and who was playing last night? An Ohio team. Yeah. So imagine how much money was on that game.
0: Yeah, that's a good point too. I mean, I, I mean I haven't thought about any of those.
2: I, I just you know, I and how many eyeballs you know with the game being on ABC as well with the ESPN, most money in games are just on ESPN. Right. But that game was also on ABC. So it probably was the. Isn't that the first game this year that was on ABC as well? I don't know the answer to that. ABC but I think they may it have was. Had another game on the season. I don't know why, the, the, but I think they did. Although the, the, the eyeballs Browns on that game was on here, but the beginning of that game, Andy had to have the biggest, you know, first half hour of ratings all season long for an NFL. Plus, it was like a Sunday NFL night, night you know,
0: game because a lot of people didn't work yesterday. You know, it was like a Sunday night game too. Yeah. So you would think that they would have Sunday night ratings on that. I don't know. Um, I, you know the other thing too. Did the NFL finalize their schedule for this weekend? Is another question. I yeah. didn't see that yet. They did for Sunday completely. Okay. Yeah, that was done. Yesterday. Even the Sunday night Yeah, okay, Browns
2: yeah. one o'clock. Yeah, against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Mary Kay Cabot covers the Browns and the NFL, of course, for the Plain Dealer in Cleveland. dot com. She's going to join us next.
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news.